For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club is brought to you by Trent Walker, Counselor at Law, PLLC, located at 5255 Kill Street, Suite A in Jackson, Mississippi. For criminal law, personal injury, family law, or workers' compensation, call 601-321-9540. Email Trent at TrentWalkerLaw.com. Visit www.TrentWalkerLaw.com or click on the link in the show notes. Yo, it's Sequoia Almond, certified bucket getter, and you're listening to the Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Tiger fan. Welcome to the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. My special guest today is no stranger to the show. She is the back-to-back swag regular season women's basketball champion, Coach Tamika Reed. Welcome back in, Coach. Hey, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, you're becoming a regular. Uh, You're always so generous with your time, and we definitely want to continue to thank you for that. Hey, no doubt. I appreciate everything you guys are doing and how you enlighten everybody about what we're doing with the program. So thank you. All right. All right. Well, let's get right to it. Big win against Alabama State on senior night to close out the regular season. They clinched your second straight regular season title. Uh, congrats on that. It was a hard-fought 64-62 to battle against a team that was the only SWAC opponent to defeat you during the regular season. And ironically, that was by two points as well. Uh, but how were you able to pull this one out? Well, we knew we knew Alabama State was a really good team. We knew that that they were going to be extremely tough to play. Um, you know, no officials are really prepared for that type of game and that type of physicality that Alabama State brings. Uh, so we had to get our players mentally prepared for it. Um, you know, we constantly told them the entire game: be tough, play through it. Um, they, they, you know, they put a lot of pressure down low on Amisha all night triple teaming her not only just with body contact but they were very physical in their touches and so we just had to play through it mentally but one thing that we did the adjustment that we made that I think helped us down the stretch we slowed the game down Mm -hmm. Alabama State is a team that pushes they thrive off a transition offense they thrive off of pressing and speeding you up and so we just had to contain them and 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 really 
slow it down on offense to really execute our our offense to make them defend us. Mm -hmm. And so when we made that adjustment, I, I thought um, we began to walk away from them um, four or five point lead. I thought we were going to pull away pretty big, but the officials kept making the game tough for both mm -hmm. of us. Um, and sh you know, and they just kept the game really too close. Um, and then the mistake that was made on the scoreboard when a point was taken away mm -hmm. from us, you know, that was a dagger. You know, at that point we thought we weren't going to come back from that, you know? And so we had a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of things against us, but for sure, I'm glad our players were able to stay heady and stay strong and pull through. Right. Right. Definitely some great halftime adjustments. Uh, it was nerve-wracking. Overall, just for Jackson State Athletics, it was a wild and unforgettable day because, you know, we had Coach Prime and the football team uh, with the highly anticipated game against Grambling that drew national attention. That game was a nail-biter that came out to the final play. So, as I said, that, that was nerve-wracking for the fans. And as that game ends, we see that our beloved Lady Tigers are down at halftime with the championship. <laughs> you, know, you guys have been kind of – Cruising for the for the most part uh, for much of the conference portion of the season. So, how important was it for you to for you all to be tested that way heading into the tournament? And the way that your team responded, what did that tell you about? Man, we needed that for sure. Um, people don't remember we were down to Valley at halftime, and we were down to Southern at halftime. Uh, so we've been there before, and we came out of halftime. I brought my team in, and I told them, I said, hey, y'all, listen, we've been here before. We've been down before, and you've come back and beat people by 20 after being down five or six. This is no stranger to who we are. Um, I didn't fuss at them at halftime like I normally do. I talked really calm, and I said, if I can get y'all to calm down, we're going to be fine. But we needed that type of game to press some buttons to see what we, what we lied in terms of our um our resilience you know being able to bounce back through tough times and so it really showed what type of team we had they were really locked in on protecting our home court um winning streak they were locked in on protecting each other and they were locked in on protecting our 2020 title and so you know it just told me it showed me that we had a team full of fighters and a team full of players who were just determined so we needed that going into the tournament because in a tournament, the officials are going to call the game just the same as they called the other night. You got to be able to play through it. You know, players want to players want to win just like you want to win. You when you get to this point of the season, it's win or go home. So I I, I, I welcome that type of game last night, and I'm so thankful that we pulled through. Right, definitely a battle tested group of, of young ladies, and you know you've had your set of challenges this season. Uh, with having to play through this pandemic with games being canceled and all the uncertainties surrounding the season, how special was it to persevere and win a championship under those circumstances? You know, Corey, I never thought we would be here. Um, from the beginning, I thought the season was going to be called off. Um, it was like pulling teeth with our players, trying to convince them to work hard and stay together and be motivated because they didn't think we were going to have a season. So it was really tough in the beginning. Um, but to get to this point, you know, I'm really excited about it. Um, it's, it's a great feeling uh, because we, we never thought we would make it. And so um, this year is a year that we can look back on and say, hey, we were truly tried. We were truly challenged. We truly went through a lot of trials. But this made us stronger. And I told our players I want them to remember this time whenever they come up against something in life where they feel like they can't go any further or can't do any 
can't, can't do good, just remember how you push through a tough time such as a pandemic, having COVID, being taken away from what you love to do, seeing family, you can't see family, you can't play basketball, you can't go to school. You know, just think about it. You still survive. So, man, it's it's been crazy, but we're just so thankful. And, you know, you, you talk about uh, having to, you know, stay motivated during, during the time with the pandemic, but even without a pandemic, a lot of times in sports, when a team is the defending champion and a favorite to repeat, the team can get a little bit bored in the regular season and just kind of go through the motion. So what were the challenges of keeping the team motivated throughout the regular season despite the pandemic? Well, um, I think once we lost to Alabama State, that came a motivation in itself. Because if you remember last season, we went on a 12 and 0 winning streak. We set a record for school history. So to now be in swag in swag play, just our second game, the defending swag champions, and you lose the second game. Oh my goodness, those girls wanted to play Alabama State the very following day. So it was like a sense of hunger. Um, so every game that they went through, it was like, okay, y'all, we know we got to win because if we lose, it's not going to matter when we go play Alabama State. And so we, they were watching Alabama State as the games they were playing and where they stood in the standings, and, and they were watching our next game. And so that was motivation for them not to get bored, not to get complacent, and to stay hungry because they waited for the Alabama State game. They wanted them extremely bad. So <laughs> that was motivation for us to just kind of go to every game with a game plan and with, you know, um, great work ethics. And, you know, you just talked about the, the streak last year and making history with that streak. But, Coach, you'll be forever in the history books uh, for some other reasons as well, not just that streak. But uh, you're one of only a few coaches to win a championship in a pandemic. Uh, that may be a trivia question one day. <laughs> I like that. that. We will, you know. Years down the line, we'll look back at it. Uh, but also, you know, you'll go down in the history book as the, the first black female college basketball coach to coach a game on NBA TV, right? And then you also have a 42-9 and nine record in SWAT play in your three seasons at JSU, which is a SWAT record. So you are just racking up all of these accomplishments. I don't know if you've really had time to go back or sit back and reflect on any of it yet, but what's the significance of these accomplishments for you and your team, especially doing it right here in your hometown? You know, he just told me some things I, I didn't even know, you know. And um, mm -hmm. one thing that, that's really special is with the team, we talk about making history. We talk about setting records. We talk about breaking records. Um, that was something that we began once we started seeing records broken, once we started seeing records being set, that became our motto. That became our thing. Like, this is what we want to do. Um, but, you know, we don't really dwell on it, but I want my community to be happy. I want the university to be proud. I want our, you know, our administrators to be proud. I want our alumni to be really proud of what we're producing. Um, and to be honest with you, that's why I get up every day and do what I do, not just for my team, not just for my son, not just for myself and my family, but for you guys. Um, this means a lot to me to be able to do it at home. This is where I grew up. I watched Jackson State all my life and the, the band, you know, the greatness. When I was an assistant coach at Jackson State, we used to bring the Commissioner's Cup home every year because every team was finishing first. If not first, it would be right. finishing second. 
And so you just have that sense of pride instilled in you. And I'm just so happy to see it rolling across the board right now. You don't understand how joyful I am mm -hmm. uh, because we're putting Jackson State back on the map. And like I told him in my interview, that's where we belong. We belong at number one. I've never known Jackson State to be mm -hmm. at the bottom. And so I'm just happy to see what we are as a collective um, group in our athletics department. Mm -hmm. And so you said that I, I, I was giving you some historical facts just now that some of you didn't know. Well, here's some more history for you, Coach. Let's see if you knew this. Uh, another fun fact, another future trivia question. Okay, heading into your game versus Alabama <laughs> State with the SWAC regular season championship on the line. Jackson State University Athletics was sitting on 149 overall SWAC championships, which means that Coach Tamika Reed and her Lady Tigers women's basketball team is responsible for the 150th SWAC championship in school history. So wow. you are just making your mark all over the history books. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Wow, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. And going back to that championship clinching win, it was also senior night. It's always a bittersweet time for coaches, players and family members. So talk about the overall emotions of the day, especially when you factor in senior night and the chance to win a championship and just the intensity of that game. Yeah. Um, senior night was was crazy. Um, number one, it didn't dawn on me that we had that many darn seniors. Um, you know, it's when I when I kept listening to all those names being called and seeing those people that my players walk across the floor, I said, "My goodness, we are in a rebuilding phase for sure." But um, but nevertheless, you know, I'm just so proud of these young ladies because they have they have put a mark on a program that that means so much to me and that's so dear to me, and they they are so committed and so dedicated. And I'm just happy that they got out and played for each other, that they, you know, they pulled together. I, I only played eight players. None of my freshmen played. Um, all of my upperclassmen played. And I just think that they, I mean, they play hard. And I'm just so thankful for the energy that they brought. Um, my staff was phenomenal that game. You know, their energy was through the roof. You know, I had to calm them down some because they were so anxious and excited. And I said, hey, y'all, we got to we got to keep this thing as normal as possible. You know, I know we're excited, but we got to keep it normal. But they came. My, my staff was at the gym early that morning getting shots up with players. Man, it, it was just it was just a great feeling yesterday. Everybody was excited. My staff started texting yesterday morning at 6, 8, 7 a.m. because they were ready. And so. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I mean, it was just an exciting time for us. Right. It's always great to send those seniors out on a winning note and just a great night overall. And, you know, Coach, the only thing missing from, from that night was a Snacks three-pointer in the men's game. Because if you recall last year when you clinched, that's when Snacks came right behind you guys and had, had his big moment. But, it, <laughs> you know, it was just a great night. Yeah. As the men's uh, men's team, of course, they clinched the share of the title as well. So talk about the atmosphere in the building as you were both able to get it done. Um, you know, that, that was, that was a great feeling. I, I wasn't aware of where they were because of, um, mm -hmm. another team in the league being undefeated. But when I heard it and saw, um, coach Brent and I've talked to coach Brent a lot when I first got to Jackson state, him and I had a meeting and he just kind of shared his experience, share where he is and share where he's going. And, um, I'm just so happy for him. 
you know, he's so deserving of this. I think he worked extremely hard. I think he put the time into it. Um, I think the, it, it was great for the program. But when we came out to play, we saw fans in the stands. They were t- making noise. They was clapping. They were cheering, mm-hmm. cheering. You know, we hadn't seen a crowd like that since the pandemic. And so we were just happy to see them out. And and just as many people stayed after the game to see us cut the ribbons, I mean, cut the nets down. So the support was phenomenal. You know, I, I text Coach Brent last night around 12 a.m. He didn't respond to this morning. He's a he a, he's an early morner, and I'm a late nighter. And so um, I just told him how proud I was of him. I see him a picture of him and I, and I just you know vouched to him that for us to continue to work hard and grind and go take get take care of business in a tournament, you know it'd be a great a great feeling for us to be able to win first round together, and and keep going from there. So I'm ex- I'm proud of him. The atmosphere was beautiful. It was electrifying, and uh, I'm just extremely happy for where we're going with the programs. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am here with two-time SWAC women's basketball regular season champion coach Tamika Reed. And this episode is brought to you by Trent Walker, counselor at law, located at 5255 Kill Street, Suite A in Jackson, Mississippi. You can visit them on the web at TrentWalkerLaw.com. And uh, coach, you just talked about it. Uh, you touched on it. But that crowd, you know, it was a pretty decent, a pretty decent turnout uh, for the game, considering the football team, of course, as we said earlier, had a game going on as well. And a lot of the fans traveled to Gramlin for that game. And I saw many of the fans checking their phones and watching the game on the ESPN3 from the stands. But what can you say about the fan base as they were still able to give you that extra push and support that you needed as well, while not only on the roller coaster ride of emotions because of that football game, but also just considering the fact that it's been limited capacity because of the social distancing? Yeah, I, I think, you know, that talk that says a lot about our fans, speaks volumes. Um, that they're they're locked in, they're dedicated, they're committed, um, they're up for the challenge for our programs to succeed and be successful in all categories, whether it's football, basketball, men's basketball, you know, and for them to follow us while at the football game and follow football while at the basketball game, that just says a lot. And I you know, I've always liked our JSU fans and um you know, they're such a solid base, um, you know, and when they're happy, it's like a happy wife, happy life, happy JSU fans, happy coaches, you know. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I just love the energy that they bring and, and, and the you know, the the, um, the compliments and motivation and support text messages and emails that I get after the games. You know, I, I love it. And, you know, it's so thankful. It makes you want to keep doing what you're doing. And, and, and it, the players are happy. You know, they not only show love to us, they show a lot of love to the players after the games, telling them congratulations and telling the players what they mean to them. Man, that makes them kids go harder. So I'm so thankful for their energy and their dedication and commitment to Jackson State and Athletic Department. Right. And coach, we had the pleasure of interviewing you earlier this season, uh, the day after your uh, ring ceremony, when you guys were uh, awarded your rings. Uh, And I remember as we were interviewing you, you were talking about how great the the event was or or the, um, the ceremony, but you just couldn't wait to get to practice. You actually had practice coming up right after our interview. And you mentioned several times in the interview, but I'm just, I'm ready for this practice. It's going to be the most important practice. I want to see (laughs) what their mindset is, you know, because it's time to to shift our focus and get ready to prepare for the season. I can't wait for this practice. So here we are in a similar situation where you just, you know, clinched the championship and had your celebration, but now it's time to focus on the upcoming SWAC tournament. So how do you balance that celebration with refocusing on the task at hand, which is that SWAC tournament? Well, uh, you know, we were we gave them off today, 
and I, I sent them a text message and I said, hey, ladies, understand when the SWAC regular season championship is awesome. I said, but that's not it. There's so much more to go accomplish. And I told them it's time to lock back in and get focused. You know, the celebration of that is over. You know, no more posts online, no more talking about it. That's over. Now we got something else ahead of us that we have to go get. I told them after the game in the locker room, Birmingham is a lot different. The gym seems bigger. The lights seem brighter. The stage seems bigger. You know, you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared to go play and, and give your best effort and win games because the expectation is there. The bar has been set. You are the team to beat. You're number one, and then you have a target on your back. So we can't celebrate too long. And I think they understand mm -hmm. that tomorrow we'll get after it. You know, we play Valley first round on, on Wednesday. And, you know, we're going to put our game plan in on tomorrow. We're going to get after it tomorrow. And um, Tuesday we'll head over there and get some shots up and kind of let them relax a little bit. And uh, <clears throat> we'll be ready to go for Wednesday. But I, I think the players understand the quick turnaround this thing is and how they have to be so locked in right now for us to continue to be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, earlier I mentioned that it was, of course, senior night and you're losing some key contributors, but you also have some key players returning uh, next season. One of them uh, next season will be uh, Kashana Luckett. Now, I, I've really been impressed by her improvement from the beginning of this season up until now. She's a player who kind of struggled at times early, had some turnover issues and things like that, but she has really become, you know, so poised and steady for you handling the ball, getting to the lane, even knocking down the three ball lately. Uh, just talk about her improvement and what that has meant for your team's success. You know, early on, Keshana wasn't there. She I, I, she wasn't there mentally. Um, she was one of the players that I struggled trying to pull along and get her to understand her importance to this program. Um, early on, Keshana didn't start for me. And I, I guess mm -hmm. I kept telling my staff, I said, y'all, we can get Keshana going. We're going to be unstoppable. And I think she has just stepped into where her, her next dimension. Her confidence right now is mm -hmm. so high. I mean, I love every bit of it. When she shoot a three-pointer and make it, and she pump her fist and yell and walk down the, run down the floor, that's so exciting to me. That shows a great deal of confidence. And she deserves it. She put in extra work, you know. She gets up uh, extra shots. She's so much more focused than she was before. And, you know, I told her in our meeting, I need eight to 10 points from you a game. And here lately, she's been scoring over that. So that's always a plus in helping us move in the direction that we're trying to move in. Mm -hmm. Definitely been a joy to, to see her growth. And I also want to talk about your highly touted group of current freshmen. You know, a lot has been said about the number of dandy dozens you have, but but some fans expected them all to just come in and have an immediate impact. But I don't think people understand that transition from high school sports to college sports, whether it's on the P5 level or the SWAC. And regardless of what a player did in high school, there's there's usually an adjustment period. Uh, but one freshman who I'm seeing slowly coming into her own is uh, Miss Teelan Bowler. Uh, the speed of the game seems to be really starting to slow down for her. Uh, she's much more decisive with the ball. And I'm seeing things like that little uh, dribble pull-up jumper from the mid-range that she's very comfortable with. So what are you seeing with her? Yeah, Tion is doing a really good job for us. She's, it, look, it looks like she's getting taller and taller every other day. Um, and and <laughs> wow. that's what we want. We want tall guards. As we continue to transition this program, uh, to be top a top contender in the state, I mean, in the conference, we want to be that in 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 our 
at preseason play as well against out-of-conference out of teams. So we're going to start transitioning to those six-foot guards, those six, you know, one-point guards. And, T- and Tilly is what we, we call her Tilly. She fits that for us. Um, you know, she's gained weight. We've had to put weight on her from high school. We had to make her stronger. She's done all that. She's been real consistent with it. And so she's going to be a, an amazing player here down the stretch. You know, people, um, you know, you have to understand, normally you get your team in July. Since I've been at Jackson State, I've been mm-hmm. afforded the opportunity to bring them in in July. July is the month where I put in my foundation. I, I, I later. You know, I lay it down, how we're going to, what we're going to do, how we're going to be. It's a whole month of nothing but skill development. Well, my freshmen missed that this year. Um, they were thrown in the fire mm-hmm. and um, they didn't understand my demands. They didn't understand why I pushed them so hard. After the ring ceremony, they understood a little bit better because they understand that in order to get a ring of that, of, you know, in order to get a championship ring, you got to put in hard work. But it still wasn't quite registering with them. So I think they're still understanding and still trying to find out. You got to understand the college life has been taken from them, the college experience. They got to deal with that because everybody in high school can't wait to get on their own in college. And they haven't been able to do that because they've been, you know, sheltered and trying to create a bubble as much as we can. So my freshmen have had a great deal against them. But, you know, out of all of them, Tilly has been the one to really kind of push through it and kind of, you know, thrive with the upperclassmen. But the other ones, you you guys will see them come along as well as we continue to get them better. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Coach, I uh, can't wait to see uh, what you all can do in, in the SWAC tournament. One last thing for you. Uh, with that SWAC tournament coming up, I, I'm sure you're looking forward to actually playing in it this year after what happened last season. Uh, do you still think about getting turned around on the bus last season as you were headed to Birmingham? I mean, is that something that you guys talk about and look at as unfinished business or you just try to block that out and, and move forward? Um, we haven't really thought about it much um, and, and talked about it. Now, me personally, I think about it a lot, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just think about the opportunity that we missed and what it would have been like. But now it's like you just got to really lock in on what you have at hand. And this this is another opportunity. So, of course, when we get on that bus Tuesday morning to depart at 9 a.m., it's going to be on my mind whether or not we're going to get turned around in Tuscaloosa for sure. Um, but but the, the conference, we had a conference meeting tonight. They're locked in. They have a game plan. Um, you know, they, 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 they talked about it. For, how to, for us how to execute being safe and so um i'm 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 confident in what they have in place and so i i think we're going to have have some action this time absolutely well uh yeah we're claiming it right now you ladies will will go will go to birmingham participate in that tournament and let's go ahead and let's get let's get the win in the tournament let's bring it home and let's bring you back on the show to talk about that as well awesome i, I would love to do it thank you so much <laughs> Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. And I we want to take this time uh, before we go to thank our sponsor for this episode, Trent Walker, Counselor at Law, PLLC, located in the capital city of Jackson, Mississippi. For criminal law, personal injury, family law, or workers' compensation, call 601-321-9540. Email Trent at TrentWalkerLaw.com. Visit www.TrentWalkerLaw.com or click on the link in the show notes. Coach, congratulations again on that championship. And again, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
And that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done